Cactus. Jingling your bells for our own amusement, it's the Aro Malpractice Podcast, uh, or podcast as it were. Uh, I am Dr. Chris, one of the Aro Malpractitioners, and I have with me tonight... Dr. Tom, and I might say you're off to a terrible start. Excellent. That's what we're but, shooting for. But you killed Santa, and that's good enough for me. <laughs> yes, indeed. So, uh, where's Dr. Josh? Um, probably... I mean, he can't still be in the bathroom. Let's face it. I mean, uh, there, there's no way that he can be in the bathroom uh, two, two shows in a row. Well, he's probably found something more important to do, like pick his nose or run the Boston Marathon uh, by himself because it's not going on right now. True. Well, all I can say about that is this. If he does that again, you can shoot him. If he does what again? Whatever it is that he's doing. If he... All right. So, if he's still pooping... <laughs> We need to swat him right now. I'm not going to shoot a man for pooping twice. <laughs> okay, okay. So how has your uh, time since our last show been? Uh, it was great until this evening when I went to the store to buy booze. And I came out with a bottle of gin. And then I came into my car with a broken bottle of gin. Oh, no. Yeah, it was, I was like, I had some, some beer, like some cheap stuff, some normal stuff, and then I had a bottle of gin, like a good-sized bottle, and I thought to myself, it had to be the gin. Yeah. Because I'm trying to, uh, well, for lack of a better term, stock up for a, um, a future New Year's party. Ah, yes. Which you're still invited to, whether you make it or not. Oh, well, thank you, I appreciate that. Like I said, you don't even have to RSVP if you can show up. Cool. If not, all right. Yeah, yeah. I I'm, I don't think that we'll make it to that, uh, but we will try to actually get down there on a separate weekend when I have more time off. You should, you should come down right now. We're uh, baking cookies. Oh, yeah, yeah. We could drive down. The whole place just smells like chocolate chip cookies. Well, there, there's not, not really much bad about chocolate chip cookies. There's really no. not much bad you could say about them. Would you drive 130 miles for chocolate chip cookies? And pay tolls? What if... Is it a toll? Is it a toll road? Um, Ah, ah, maybe you're using the toll house more so. You can get here for a buck fifty. Oh, okay, yeah. I think I know the way you're talking about the, uh, the, that bridge thing. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. So, um... What do we have for this episode? What do we have for this week? I don't know. I got one thing for this week that I ran into that I thought was uh, pretty funny. Okay. If you don't mind me sharing. Sure. So I found this article on the Florida Patch. Oh, oh no. <laughs> you know what? You, you got to go to uh, FARC.com. Uh, they have lots of Florida stories there. In fact, I'm familiar with FARC. Yes. In fact, maybe I'll troll for some stories while you're telling me your story. Every once in a while, I go to FARC. Um, but anyway, this, uh, this came from the Florida patch. I seem to be getting a lot of good stuff from Florida because 
That's what happens when you take the deep south and mix it with spring break. <laughs> but um, anyway, so this article is called <clears throat> Gator Whisperer Goes to Jail. And it's about a chiropractor. Uh, chiropractor? Sure, why not? Yeah, why not? A chiropractor from Florida who apparently illegally handles alligators. So anyway, here's okay. how the article goes. Um, kissing an alligator on the snout is dangerous in more than one way. That's the lesson a Miami Beach chiropractor learned recently when law enforcement officers from the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission arrested him for harassing the creatures. The case unfolded when the commission's officer received a tip about a man calling himself the Gator Whisperer, the agency explained on its Facebook page. The tipster told wildlife officers the man was offering others the experience of getting into the water with gators for the cool price of $250. Did so, he guarantee their safety for this $250? Let me see. As it turns out, Hal Kreitman's escapades with alligators has also earned him some press earlier in October. The man's seduction of gators was uh, featured in a Miami News Times profile, please, that ran October 22nd. The paper chronicled one of Kreitman's swims with the beast during which he held his ground as two gators, quote, blasted towards him. Right. So, this man seduces alligators. I I mean, I'm sorry, but not that I advocate for any form of animal seduction, but, I mean, if you were going to do that, wouldn't you go for something more docile? Like a member of the Supreme Court? (laughs) Well played, sir. Well played. (laughs) My mind's on politics. How do you even get into that? Like, did did he just... Like, what gives you the idea? Oh, I'm going to, without any licensing, without any formal training, declare myself to be the alligator whisperer and just try to find alligators and kiss them and get people, other people to kiss them too. So, where do you go to get formal training on alligator seduction? Well, I don't know that there are any courses in alligator seduction, but I do know that there are like wildlife reptile, you know, study courses, probably like marine biology type of courses where they teach you how to do rehabilitation and capturing and things like that. Okay, so so if you wanted to learn alligator seduction, what you really have to do is just move to the next largest group and just go straight for reptile seduction. I I guess so. How do you seduce a reptile? I really don't know. They're cold-blooded. Well, you could hand them a lot of money, offer them a promotion, maybe some stock options. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm talking about CEOs. Oh. Double oh, ding. You get a double ding on that. Um I'll give you a double ding. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I deserve that. Yeah. Um, actually, I decided to go on to the FARC.com website. I found a, uh, a real keeper here. Headline, 21-year-old high school student jailed for gun on campus. With pick of what a 21-year-old high school looks, uh, student looks like. You know, because he's not a minor. Because he's a 21-year-old high school student. 
emphasis. Is this also in Florida? No, no, this is not in Florida. This is, well, let's let's open up the actual arg- article here. 21-year-old high school student jailed for gun on campus. This is in Georgia. That's close enough. A fi- well, this is There's even... really not much between Georgia and Florida. I'm just going to say it's just a state the, line. The opening paragraph of this article automatically just makes me kind of question the the circumstances of this happening. A father is angry and says that he's going to have a long talk with his son after he was arrested for having a gun on his high school campus. Uh, DeKalb County School Police arrested huh, Mustafa Dekure, 21, after they say security officers found a gun inside his car at Elizabeth Andrews High School in Stone Mountain Tuesday. Channel 2's Tom Jones talked to Mustafa's father, who says he didn't know his son had been arrested or that he owned a gun. He didn't want to be identified, but said that he teaches his children to stay away from guns. I never carry a gun myself, never in my life, he said. The father says he was very disappointed in his son and was very upset. I'm more than upset. Because that's not my lifestyle. I don't raise my kids to be like to be that. We're trying to stop the crime or who, who's ever carrying a gun. He said in anger. All right, you could read the rest of the article uh, on there. And Dr. Tom, you may have to jump onto Fark really quick to grab this. But um, there are all sorts of problems with this story. Well, I uh, I listened to. You kind of uh, paraphrase the whole thing a little bit and the only thing I can really think of the moral of the story actually is that's what you get for naming your kid Mustafa well you know I was thinking some one of us was going to comment on the name whoops I didn't mean to double ding anyway next uh, time yes had he named that kid instead of Mustafa if he named him Mufasa, oh, he would be the king of lions. Yes, true. That is Instead, indeed true. He's just some dude with a gun in a school. I mean, there. I I just have multiple problems with this article. Well, uh, well, it actually, well, it's things like this. I mean, the article is obviously there's there's multiple issues to look at. There's all right. First off, you mentioned he's 21 years old. Yeah, high school student. Yes. What did they say? What grade he's in? No, I'm no, they he's did a not. Sophomore. M- maybe. I mean, I didn't. I didn't read the entire article. I just right. read three quarters of it. Um, but right. so so anyway, with this uh, with this twenty one year old high school student, his name's Mustafa. He's carrying guns to school. He's been arrested. This all leads to one thing. What's that? You said this was in Georgia, right? Yes. Well, what I'm going to do is, you're familiar with the whole uh, We the People petitions thing, where you, if you get enough uh, signatures on an yes. internet prediction that, uh, petition, they'll have to uh, pay Respond attention to, to it, it, allegedly. Yeah. Well, I think I'm going to start a We the People petition to officially change the name of Florida to South Georgia. That that sounds <laughs> that sounds like an epic plan. Uh, my My issue is... First of all, him being a 21-year-old high school student. I mean, now, learning legitimate learning disabilities aside, I, I, you know, th- 
I, I can't really not see those fake ones. Exactly. I can't really like see much of a reason. Affluenza. Yes. Or diabetes. Well, yeah, I don't see how diabetes dyslexia. would qualify. Listexia. Ebola. Ebola. Chlamydia. Okay. All right. Anyway, uh, no, my issue here is also that the, the, the father is saying, okay, well, you know, I didn't raise him to be like that. I didn't raise Sars. him. No, you didn't raise him to be like that, to be somebody that would carry a gun. But you did raise him to be a 21-year-old high school student. You know what? If he had raised him to be someone that carried a gun instead of a high school student, nobody raises their kid to be a high school student. Raise True. him to be a hitman. At least he's making money. Yeah, there we go. Not, you know, in high school at 21, simply existing. Exactly. So, uh, I I feel bad for this kid. I feel bad for his family. Um, but I don't really feel bad for the family that created the kid as much as true. I feel bad for the school that has a 21-year-old carrying a gun running around in it. True. Although he wasn't carrying the gun, it was in his car, but still, Maybe you know, snap. he could snap. apply for security yeah. for the school, that he can be 21 and carry a gun. There we go, uh, you know, get, work his way through high school. I, I think that's a good plan. Tell you what, uh, why don't we take a, a moment to uh, go to one of our sponsors here. Oh, fiddlesticks, I spilled blood on the floor again. These containers always leak, and the covers never stay on. The blood always leaks out before I can get it to the bathtub. You are most correct, friend. Human blood is so hard to acquire these days, and leak-free storage is a most stringent requirement. Disposable plastic containers are too flimsy for the oven or microwave, and are not sealed tight enough to keep the blood from spilling out. Even the most expensive plastic bags are in constant danger of being punctured what are we to do tired of spilling blood all over your house is storage a drag are too many of your blood bags popping has cold blood got you down if you said yes to any of these questions then pyrex is for you pyrex containers are stackable made from durable puncture free glass are oven and microwave friendly and best of all, their covers seal on tight for leak-free storage and transportation. They are even clear so you can tell which containers are full of blood and which ones are full of urine, feces, and or brain matter. That's amazing! But wait, how much do they cost? Don't worry about a thing. Pyrex containers are incredibly affordable. So your blood budget won't uh, will be one thing that you definitely won't have to slash. <laughs> Pyrex, the hands down best containers for human blood. Period. All right, thank you, Pyrex. For I still need to get myself one of those. My yes. blood just goes everywhere. Oh yeah. That and reminds me. My dashboard just got messed up, but that's okay. I'll fix it. You deserve it. it. Yeah, I know. I know. Anyway, but, uh, go ahead. That does that does remind me of a story. This morning, uh, no, it wasn't this morning. It was yesterday morning. Now those days are just blurring together. But anyway, yesterday morning, I was cooking eggs, and 
I was, you know, I didn't have any oil to cook them in. I was frying the eggs, so okay. I decided to, well, I got canola oil. I do this all the time. This will be perfectly normal. So I threw in the canola oil in the pan. gets hot. I'm like, all right, here comes egg number one. Egg number one drops into the pan. I'm like, all right, here comes egg number two. Egg number two drops into the pan. I'm like, here comes egg number three. Egg number three, well... For some strange reason, I was holding egg number three a lot higher than I held egg number one and egg number two. So when it hit the pan, I just got sprayed with oil. Unfortunately, I wasn't wearing a shirt. So now I've got this awesome tattoo right across my chest and stomach. Oh. It literally looks like I have liver spots on my tummy. That's that's horrible. I'm going to call them tummy liver spots. Yeah. uh, that You know what? That is one – basically hot oil – it is like bleach for your skin. Hot oil is hot. Yes. That's really the lesson I learned. Yes, and maybe you should wear a shirt when you're cooking. Well, that was another lesson that I learned. Actually, that was the uh, that was the moral of the entire story. If you're if you're cooking with oil, I recommend wearing a shirt. Yeah. Probably th- pants. That does remind me of a what? Don't cook in your underwear. That does remind me of something, actually, that uh, there was a time, uh, it, it is oil-related, I was on a campout, and I had forgotten to bring uh, some sort of, like, Pam or cooking spray or, you know, cooking oil, butter, anything that would, like, basically keep something from sticking to a pan. And I brought some of that shake-and-pour pancake mix stuff, where, like, all you have to do is pour water, shake it, and then dump it out. Yeah, you're not getting it back out. Oh, Yeah. No, and so I uh, I wanted to cook this thing, and I couldn't, and somebody else was cooking bacon, so I ended up deep-frying my pancakes in bacon grease, and it was awesome. That actually sounds like Cracker Barrel. Really? Yeah. I um, There's only one reason I've ever been to Cracker Barrel to have breakfast, is because everything tastes like bacon. That's I true. I like, had some like some French toast and some sausage and stuff. While well, the sausage tastes like bacon, the French toast tasted like bacon. Pretty sure the drink tasted like bacon, and it was supposed to be water. But wow. um, yeah, I think they cook everything in bacon. I, I'm pretty sure they do as well. But uh, I got another news story. If you're interested in it, sure thing. I literally just find this like two minutes before we started this thing, but. It made me laugh when I first read the title. It says, North Korea to reopen for tourism after sealing borders over Ebola fears. <laughs> yes, because of all places, it's going to jump from Africa to North Korea. Well, the thing that made me laugh was North Korea's borders, they were always really tight to begin with. It was hard to get into North Korea, and once you got in, you never got out. So, why are they sealing these borders that are already hermetically sealed, for lack of a better term, over an Ebola fear? Well, do you know what this sounds like? Nobody with Ebola is going to go to North Korea looking for a cure. Absolutely. You're, You're absolutely correct there. I will give you the ding of the bell there. What I was just thinking, though, is that there is one company that could really work out really, really well with the North Korean government... And make a ton of money. And that company is Disney. Oh. No, Disney. Because here's the thing. You you just made the point that, okay, 
North Korea's borders, when they're open, aren't really all that open anyway. You can get in, but unless you're a celebrity or, you know, somebody really petitions hard with their government, you're not getting out. Well, there you go. That's like the perfect situation for Disney. People come to go on vacation and they can never leave. Then their only option is to actually put on a suit and work for Disney. Yes, or like one of the, or or better yet, maybe North Korea could bring in some of the electronics manufacturing, like uh, you know, um, Taiwan or China or some of the other you know other countries in the area have, and then you know people can work their way you know to getting to you know pay off their Disney debt. One of the things about North Korea that's always kind of funny. And um, you can see it if you go in various spots on the internet, is the uh, the propaganda films they make. They have their own Hollywood over there, and it's always like oh, really? it's always really terrible movies. And um, the uh, the pretty much the ending of every story is always like our glorious leader is the greatest being who ever lived. It could be about giant monsters, and for some reason, like Kim really? Jong Un will come by and like beat them all up while playing basketball or something completely insane like that. Well, gee, I mean, that that still sounds better than the propaganda we get from our government. Oh, that's true. i probably move to North Korea next week. Yeah, I mean, that, that might be hard to do, but, uh, yeah. Anyway, you know what? I think, I think we got to pick up the tempo of the show a little bit here, and, uh, Tom, you, you introduced a, a segment last week that uh, I, I really enjoyed, and I, I think that we're going to bring it back. And I even cared so much and enjoyed that segment so much that I created. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Chris. Hold on. What? One thing. Go I was, ahead. I was uh, reading into this article a little bit about North Korea. And it says, the North appears to be gearing up for the expected influx of foreign visitors with cash to spend by launching a bizarre tourism website. And they have a hyperlink, you know, anchored across the bizarre oh, tourism gee. website. So I was like, all right, what's this thing? And I look at it. It's 100% in Korean with no other language options. Wow, that's going to work. Yeah, I was going to say, it doesn't really work for tourists if you can't read it. Yeah. Uh, Never mind. Picture of Kim Jong-un clapping? I don't care anymore. Not moving to Korea. Stupid! You're so stupid! <laughs> other galleries show North Korean children playing and appearing to enjoy themselves. Right. <laughs> okay. So Okay, you were saying? I was saying, well, we'll we'll see how this works. Yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time once again for everybody's favorite show, which is worse. And now the host of Which is Worse, our arbiter of good taste, Dr. Tom. Thank you, Dr. Christopher. My name is Dr. Tom and welcome you to another episode of What's Worse. We have well, at least three things today that we're going to be asking which one of the two is actually worse. Uh, first up, Dr. Chris. Yes. What's worse, being probed by aliens or being probed by backcountry hillbillies? Uh, you know what? We're not off to a good start, are no, we? No, we're not off to a good start here. <laughs> but um, out of the two, I I would actually say the hillbillies would be worse, 
simply because uh, you have a chance of running into the hillbillies again. Generally speaking, aliens leave and they, they don't really come back. Okay. You know? so, so, I mean, if you have to be tormented, at least then you have a chance of only being tormented once. And more than likely, you won't end up remembering it. That's true, except in your nightmares. Exactly. But So I was thinking to myself... Originally, I'd say to myself, you know what? I'd rather be probed by aliens just because if there's aliens, if the aliens are doing it, there's probably a good chance that there's there's a scientific reason behind it. There's a study. It's not just for, you know, sick, um, you know, just their own sick enjoyment. And I thought to myself, well, what if you're being probed by backcountry hillbillies on board a spaceship? Which could only mean that the aliens are outsourcing their labor. True true actually believe it or not i have one for you okay so which would be worse jumping uh, without testing the water first with your clothes on into a pool of ice water or jumping into a pool filled with just below scalding water i'm gonna jump into the ice water because i've done it before and it's not so bad so you would say the, the just below scalding would be worse? Definitely. Okay. That was easy. All right. Well, I, w- oh, I got one. Okay. It's, gonna, it's, it's actually a lot more challenging. Okay. I'm not, I'm not giving you any easy ones tonight, unfortunately. Oh, I'm fine with that. Okay. So which one is worse? An adult murdering a child in cold blood or a child murdering an adult in cold blood? Uh, I have to I have to choose between these two. Either way is not good, but oh, no, they're definitely bad. It, yeah, the, either either way the is other. objectively bad. Um Jeez. Are you trying to say one of those pre- being probed options was actually no, good? No, I wasn't. No, no. Um no, they're both wow. Bad, but I mean, worse? in terms of the loss of intrinsic life uh, at a human level, you're, you're both either way you're losing losing a human life. But with the death of a child, there there's supposedly a certain level of innocence there. Although, if a child can murder an adult in cold blood and premeditate it, I guess that childhood innocence is null and void. Uh, I would still say, you know what. The the child has a long life ahead of it, and the adult would not. So and, and so, I would say the worst of the two would be the adult murdering the child in cold blood. Okay, I kind of thought to myself, a child that's already at whatever age child means that could be anything from zero to seventeen. I'd hate to be murdered by a zero year old though. Like if I'm going to be murdered by a child, I want at least to be kind of close to adulthood because otherwise you just kind of feel like a wimp right but okay. okay i got i got one i got another one okay so which one is worse watching news coverage of the torture report or actually being tortured wow aren't they the same it's sort of like watching c-span yeah. I, in either way, it's a whole bunch of people being outraged about something. In the end, nothing's going to happen. I, I mean, both are really a form of torture. I mean, you, you could say, because technically they could use the news as a form of torture. They do use sound torture, after all. 
So, I mean, they could pump, like, Fox News or C-SPAN or something like that into a room at full blast, and it's going to be... Carrie Underwood. Yeah, and it's... Exactly. Or Justin Bieber. Uh, and it's going to uh, be like... What's her name? Who's, who's, who's Taylor that, uh, Swift. No, that's the one. How did you know? Because I've heard oh, horror crap. stories. All I was going to say was, who's that one whose father was a billionaire, and one day he came to her and said... Sweetie, what would you like to be when you grow up? And she said, I want to be a super famous pop star. Exactly. And one. So, I, I mean, really, at the, at the end of the day, which is worse is very subjective in this case. Um, That's true. Uh, and really, both are tenement to uh, torture. I, I, I would say I would, rather, I would rather watch the news, though. I don't like the option of too. waterboarding or physical pain. So I would say the uh, the the actual torture is oh, definitely, worse. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I agree with you there. Just because watching news coverage of the torture report is torture. Actually being tortured is also torture. But yeah. at least one of those tortures is, is torture. You know what it is ahead of time. Because you could be listening to Taylor Swift for the rest of your life. Or watching the news coverage. <laughs> I would rather watch the news coverage yep. than be probed by backcountry hillbillies. Yep. All and, right. um, so, I got one more. Okay. Which one is worse, seducing an alligator or seducing a member of the Supreme Court? <laughs> really? Oh, wow. I don't know where this one came from. It just showed up. I that's, just looked down that's and it was on my paper. <laughs> that's horrible. Oh, man. The, the, now, keep in mind the average age of the Supreme Court is 152. <laughs> oh, I know this. I, I, uh, the average age of an alligator is probably like eight or nine. Uh, uh, why? <laughs> well, both are cheating on my wife. <laughs> which wouldn't be good uh, e- either way uh, but you know unfortunately I-, I have to say the one with the alligator oh. is bad you've got it, it is worse you have to keep it within the human species unfortunately oh. one of them one of them makes you a weirdo and the other one just makes you a patriot uh, yeah exactly so uh, you know I-, I guess the alligator would be the more patriotic oh, shut up now <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, I think... Is that all you got? I took away our background uh-huh. music, so... Our background yeah. kind. All right. That well, is actually all I got. Okay, well, in that case, I'll just round it out with the uh, the theme song again. Let me just tweak it down a little bit here. All right, well, that's it for this, uh, this episode's section of Which is Worse, and... We'll be back next time with uh, more stuff that you really shouldn't have to make decisions over. Is that ever the truth? Exactly. I really like that theme. <laughs> You're a fan of it? <laughs> I, I, I am such a fan of it because it, it took me forever to put it together and I think it just works. Especially with the gong at the end. You know it just works? What? Ralph Macchio. Seducing alligators. Damn bike! I hate this bike! I hate this freaking bike! It's stupid! Whoop. Alright, so... Ralph Macchio. Uh... He hasn't done anything. 
that we know of. Last I heard, he he actually kidnapped some aliens and, you know, did some crane kicks to their, you know, giant bulbous gray heads. I heard he punched a blind man in the face for being blind. Wow. That's harsh. Yeah, what a horrible guy. Yeah, that that's 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 just wrong. I don't know why you like him so much. Well, I, I thought this was all a mutual decision, really. I mean, we, we had all mutually decided that, you know, we were going to keep track of his goings on. I heard he punched a Mennonite in the face for being blind. What? I don't know what he's got against blind people. <laughs> let, let, let's uh, do what any good person would do when looking for news about their favorite celebrities. Let's go to his Twitter and see what's going on. He's going to be doing a duet with Christopher Walken. Oh, he had a hand in the Motion Picture Screen Actor Guild Awards this year, or nominations this year. He was on the committee. He's on the committee for the Screen Action Guild, or... Wow. Well, if he could be on there, I mean, well, he better be on there. Looks like he watched some movies, too. I guess that's cool. What'd he watch? I don't know. Birdman and Birdman Into, and the, Into Woods. the Woods. I don't know anything about either one. The only thing I know about Birdman is Harvey Birdman, attorney at law. Yeah, well, every time they keep saying this movie, and I just see it by snippets because I don't really pay attention to Hollywood news or whatever's going on. Right. I average about three new movies a year, so... My girlfriend's snickering because that's a true story. But um, you should totally have her on the show. Maybe, but, but you need another microphone. Oh, she's got her own. It picks up the both of us, so she'll be talking, and I'll just be echoing back, and it'll be really kind of strange. That but, um, that would be kind of strange. Anyway, I, <laughs> I I don't remember where I was going with that. Uh, you don't watch movies. Oh yeah, that movie Birdman was nominated for oscars or something like that and all i can think of was birdman exactly harvey birdman attorney at law now that's a movie i would watch and i was like which episode is it the one where a apache chief loses his mojo uh or or you know where shaggy and scooby get you know indicted for or get get or under uh for for being under the influence of a shaggy's certain... white he doesn't get indicted or, that's true. <laughs> you see what I did there? Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I got to give you that. Can, <laughs> that, that was a bit below the belt uh, to the country, although yeah. you you may have a point there. But, uh, but going back to news, though, I kind of wish I had a little more to uh, deliver this week. But it's been kind of a downer. Yeah. With, hey, uh, with the report and the whole economy do, budget thing. Do you know what would bring the the show up a little bit being that you know we're kind of in a down slump right now um i think we could use some cultural influence do you think you could uh you could give us some culture this episode i can give you a little culture all right let's go ahead and do that
All right, Dr. Tom, let's hear it. Okay, thank you very much, Dr. Chris. Uh, looks like the uh, the fart poetry corner is going to be slightly revised, but uh, probably lengthened a little bit this week, uh, starting with just the one fart haiku that I have to share. Okay. Uh, there was a night a couple nights ago I couldn't sleep, and I was up at uh, 2 o'clock in the morning, and I wrote this one. Because I was inspired. Wakened by a smell. My bedroom fills with methane. Fart insomnia. <laughs> That's good. It was a true story, too. My fart wow. smelled like old pork chops. It was really weird. <laughs> Bit and, extra, um, too extra descriptive there, but go ahead. And uh, also, since we're moving into the uh, winter months... I feel like I have a uh, very important safety message I need to explain to everybody. It's a small poem about a couple of guys who uh, aren't too bright, but uh, it's something everyone can learn from. So, without further ado, One winter's day, neath the afternoon sun, an unlikely trio were cruising for fun, though being all contrast with no similar ground, inside them was a likeness quite easily found. The three were such braggarts, their egos aflame, that they boasted their exploits, no matter how tame. So dares had been dared and bets had been cast, and with manhood at stake, they accepted a task. They'd head to the mountains and fearlessly shred down the toughest of trails to wherever it led. No second thought that none knew how to ski, but they saw it online once. How hard could it be? First we had Chester, the head of the pack, with his fancy new cell phone. He'd capture the act. Second, his accomplice, one wobbly Pete, so plastered on gin it made standing a feat. Last, one-armed Jim, really never had hopes, of conquering even the simplest of slopes. They drove Chester's hatchback, and getting lost thrice, they finally found mountains and snow, wind, and ice. But before they could start, they made one last stop to blow all their cash at a sporting goods shop. They bought overpriced junk in with little persuasion, because looking good mattered for this daring occasion. After hastily donning their identical gear, they began their ascension with nary a fear. But the ski lift became an experience for all, especially for Chester after his eleventh fall. On the twelfth try, he'd finished his ridiculous dance. He'd tackle the course now with snow in his pants. At the top of the mountains they knew where to be, black diamonds as far as their eyes could see. In Wobbly Pete, he decided their fate by stumbling backwards through a starting gate. Drifting away, a drunk smile on his face, he shouted to his partners, Hey dudes, let's race! Not to be one-upped by Pete's future story, the others gave chase on their own quests for glory. Chester followed, but Jim was the hesitant third. He'd lost his right arm acting just this absurd. Ate by a shark, but there were no sharks on land, so he quickly joined in with the rest of his band. They flopped down the mountain, bumble after fumble, and became reunited in the midst of a tumble. Again on their feet, after closing the gap, all three concluded that this dare was a trap. They'd take the course slow, though it felt like a chore. Anything they could to not fall anymore. Chester, not always the greatest of sports, still shredding the mountain with snow in his shorts, though now at a pace that compared to snowshoeing, they looked like they knew just what they were doing. His nethers were cold, but the angle was hot, so he pulled out his cell phone to capture a shot. With just the right wind still violently blowing, there was no way to tell how fast they were going. Pete grinned as he dared the mountain with stride, and much praise for Jim as it caught his best side. 
this was exactly the proof they would need to tell the whole world they in fact did the deed. Chester then flaked in the midst of the action with an impulse of texting, his greatest distraction, and only so long their bold triumph did last, as nobody noticed they were moving too fast. Jim yelled in vain for his friends to slow down, but turned his attention to a rabbit he'd found. Things soon became worse, even as such, since Wobbly Pete had been drinking too much. He veered to the left while losing control, right into Chester, who fell in a hole. Laughing, the drunkard collapsed on his rump, bumping Jim awkwardly into a stump. A broken leg later, the humor abated. Poor Jim had his other arm amputated, and Chester's humility had finally reared as soon as he found out his phone disappeared. The trio had invented a new definition of how it must feel when one's soul's in perdition. If there was ever a lesson these stooges enacted, when you're out on the slopes, do not ski distracted. And that's all I got for my poetry corner. Wow. <laughs> I, I, I have to say... That that was uh that was that was that was great. I mean it's, it's an important safety lesson as well. Absolutely. And you know, I, I think it's great that you're you're branching outside of, you know, the, the, the flatulence medium, so to speak. Uh so I, I really think though that you're you're going places with this. This is uh, that was wow. That was. Fun. I have to say, I I almost uh, there there were a few times I almost lost it with the description of the uh, drunkard. <laughs> well, there's uh there's sometimes where you come up with fart poems, and there's other times where you uh read something you wrote a year ago. <laughs> well, hey, that hey, it, you know what? I, I will still give you the ding of the bell. Uh, that that was definitely worth it. So uh, I got the ding. I didn't get a double ding though. Okay, well we'll give you a double ding. There we go. <laughs> Actually, no, I'll do you one better. There, yeah, yeah, you see? I don't think I can handle a triple ding. I have to find somewhere to put that third ding. Well, uh, a -a ring-a-ding-ding indeed. Excellent. Ah, well, I think, though, that, uh, do you have anything else, uh, for this Uh, evening? I did have a small thing. Okay. Um, it was, uh, going back to the... Well, staying away from the torture thing, we can take a look at the budget thing. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And apparently the government wants how much? $1.1 trillion? Yeah, just to stay open the rest of the year. Oh, and to uh, erase the sequestration is what they said. Oh, is that what Wait, the kids call it yes, nowadays? Yes, but it, it, so does this mean that they're going to be giving benefits back to military personnel that have served our country? Oh, that's right. Not Probably likely. not. No, no. Not likely. No. Not gonna happen. You, you know how they do. They go. They go like they're like, okay, well, we need to cut the budget. Well, you can't touch the military budget. Well, we need to touch the military budget. Okay. Well, um, let's see. We've got a ten billion con- dollar contract going here. Thirty billion dollar contract going there. Fifty billion dollar contract going there. Oh, I'm sorry. You're just gonna have to cut the veterans' educational benefits. Okay. That's about three hundred million dollars. Yeah, that'll make a difference. Lame. Exactly. So what did that is you, a pet peeve of mine. Yeah, I was going to say, so we have a couple minutes left. What do you, uh, so what's your opinion? Oh, my opinion is that I could do a lot with $1.1 trillion. And you know what? I don't even know what I could do with $1.1 trillion because I can't even fathom what $1.1 trillion is. Because you got to figure $1 billion is $1,000 million. One trillion dollars is a thousand billion. So, I mean, this is 
if you were to take all the money and stack it up, it would be taller than the Empire State Building. Absolutely, but and and I agree with you. I actually I don't know what I would do with one point one trillion dollars, but I do know what one point one trillion dollars would do for me. <laughs> what it would do is I would build an arena. Uh oh. And I would make all three of the government branches, the executive, the legislative, and the judicial branch, all fight to the death inside of the arena. Wow. I will not give them any weapons, and I will cut all of their nails before the fight begins. They will literally just (laughs) bare-knuckle bashing, just a whole bunch of really old psychopaths just beating the crap out of each other. And you know what the reward will be? What? $1.1 trillion. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right <laughs> and minus the cost of the arena yes <laughs> all right well and with that if you want to leave us feedback it's uh feedback at auralmalpractice.com you could also leave us some feedback directly on the blog post it's auralmalpractice.com a-u-r-a-l malpractice.com and we'll see you next time <laughs>